Hello and welcome back to the Go For Two podcast. I'm your host Liam and this is our week nine mini podcast where we're going to go over our fantasy and gambling picks for this week. Couldn't do this last weekend due to other commitments, so we're back this weekend. Tyler's going to join us with some voice notes again in a second. Uh, early apologies though, haven't got COVID but I do have a man flu, so it's not going to sound incredibly well uh, in your headphones, unfortunately. Uh, but plan for today, we're going to go over some player props to start with, then we're going to move over to Tyler's fantasy realm, and then we're going to come back and finish off with some, uh, go through game by game and just see uh, a pick for any game if we've got it. So in terms of player props then, um, got some good ones this week actually. Uh, first one is going to involve some uh, Sunday night football, so we're going to go with Cooper Cup in receptions, his line is 7.5 in most places, uh, heavily, heavily favour the over there, he's hit his over. And every week but two on that category. Obviously a vital part of the offense. Going to be going against a good team in Tennessee, but not a very good defense. Uh, and without Derrick Henry, Tennessee are probably going to throw the ball more. So I would expect a bit of a shootout. So I think Cooper Cup's going to get his uh, uh, going to get his fill in there of, of receptions. Uh, next one for me, uh, Nick Chubb, receiving yards. The line is 6.5. Um, and to be honest, that's quite low for, for running back of, of his level. Without Hunt, with Hunt, yes, it's not as good of a bet, but he's still often he's six sixty percent of his time since Hunt's been in the lineup, he's hit the over on his rushing on his receiving yard. So a line like that, one screen pass against the Bengals, which have got a pretty poor defense. They gave up what sixteen targets to a running back last week, who ended up with a hundred and odd receiving yards uh, in Michael Carter. So I think that the Bengals defense isn't great against running backs. So I'm gonna go Chubb receiving yards for that one. Um, a couple more. Uh, Jordan Love, over one and a half passing TDs, uh, over, is, is again pretty good. Uh, same game, Travis Kelsey, over six and a half receptions. It hasn't played well for the last couple of weeks, so his line's gone down from seven and a half to six and a half, so why not take the over there? Uh, in terms of unders then, um, we've got Davis Mills under pass yards, which I think the line is 238 in places, 241 in others. So go under that. They're playing Miami. Miami aren't very good, but their pass defense can be good. Um, and their offense can be the problem. So I think uh, the other side of that is Tyrod Taylor is probably likely to start. So I think the fact that some books have still got lines out there on Davis Mills, if you can find them, take advantage of them. Uh, another one, probably Damian Williams of the Chiefs under receptions. Uh, two and a half is the line. I think he's more likely to be a, an offer or a one there. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I would go for that. Uh, and then any QB, to be honest, under interceptions is a valuable market. If anyone doesn't bet on this, uh, it, it's a very valuable market. It's one of the most valuable of the week, if you can get it. Jordan Love, under, is plus money. Uh, you can get Patrick Mahomes under evens in the same game. I know Mahomes throwing a lot of interceptions, but historically, both those quarterbacks aren't going to do it. So pick whichever one you fancy there. Uh, then another under for me. Uh, Miko Hardman and Kadarius Tony, both of them under four and a half is good. Uh, Tony's been injured. Hardman's not a huge part of the offense, so I do think that you can get under four and a half on either of those uh, is, a, is a pretty good shot. So there's some player props there, some over-unders for anyone that likes to bet those. Um, I'm going to pass over to Tyler now. He's going to go through his start sits for week nine. All right, guys, we're back at it again with some starts and sits. We're going to start with the fun stuff because we always want to be positive where we can. So let's talk about players that we want to start this week. Starting with Josh Jacobs from my Raiders. Now, there's a lot going on with the Raiders right now, and the off-field stuff is wild. We can't avoid that. But you've got to apply the context and then just move on, focus on, on the field. I think that this matchup is amazing with New York Giants. I love that matchup for running backs. And at the end of the day, if the passing game's going to look a little different this week, there's some more unpredictability. 
maybe they're not as comfortable. I think it's a good chance for a little bit more leaning on Josh Jacobs, who is a touchdown threat every time he has the ball in his hands. He's a good running back with a good O-line. He's catching the ball a little bit more this year, but not obviously too crazy. And, of course, the Giants' run defense has been struggling recently. So I think post-Blake Martinez, this is a great run matchup. I would like to say that I see Josh Jacobs going into the top 10 running backs this week. Obviously, there's a lot of great running backs out there, but I think this is the one that I want to start. Some people might be scared of the Raiders as a whole right now, but I think that as much as the off-field stuff is getting a bit ridiculous at this point, they've genuinely got the leadership group at the top to uh, to make sure things go right and they get a statement win and try and keep themselves on track. My second star of the week is another player that I really, really like watching, Brandon Cooks. He's a veteran. He's been amazing for fantasy his whole career. He always seems to get a 1,000 yards every single season. He's awesome. Tyrell Taylor's back at QB, so he has a nice relationship with him. He seems to really like having Cooks out there when he was playing QB. He's back. Should be starting. That means Cooks is a great, great chance here against Miami. That defense just hasn't been stopping receivers this last month, so throw him out there. And then the third one, just for a bit of fun, if you're feeling cheeky, take a little look at who's starting for the Saints this week. If Taysom Hill's the star, things could get weird and they could be real good fun for fantasy. Nice. Some really good starts there. I'll add one more of my own as well, actually. Jeremy Nichols running back for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, for me, he's a start uh, just because uh, Peterson isn't going to be ready for the offense yet. I don't think he'll play many snaps, even though he's already activated. Obviously, Derrick Henry is out. Uh, as a Darrington Evans as well. So there's only really uh, McNichols that's going to get a heavy workload. They're going to pass the ball more, I agree, but I still think for a flex position at the value of the player with a few people on bye week, I think you can take advantage of that. So that'd be a start for me. But you never know. Tyler might have him as a sit. We're about to find out. Let's see what Tyler said for his sits for week nine. All right. Here's the part which none of us like to hear, but I've got a couple of sits for you as well. I've actually got a couple of special sits this week. I wanted to change it up a little bit because there's not just one player I want to sit, but there's a little little pair and a little group. So we'll start with the pair. I personally am not using Jeremy McNichols or Adrian Peterson. Obviously, I understand why everyone wants to use them, and it's that big high-ticket item if you're on the waiver wire and you're like, oh, my God, Derek Henry's hurt. Oh, my God, Derek Henry's hurt. But look... You're playing against the LA Rams. You don't necessarily want anyone except Derrick Henry in that matchup. Obviously, a great running back is a great running back, but Jeremy McNichols and 2021 Adrian Peterson are not going to just dominate that team. I'm personally staying away. Don't get me wrong, if you need the star this week, these guys are both going to have a chance to fight for those carries. Maybe McNichols is a preference because the receiving work and the fact that he's been with the team for longer. But yeah, I wouldn't bother. And another little uh, special sit. I'm literally sitting every single Green Bay Packer except for Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. You can have Crosby if you want to kick some field goals, but I'm not in any leagues with kickers, so I'm going to focus up on on my flex positions, and I don't want to have Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones having much company, if I'm being honest. Yes, there's talented players there, but without Aaron Rodgers, the only two that I'm trusting are Adams and Jones. Hopefully, Rodgers will be back soon enough, and we'll get back to our exciting time with the Packers doing what they do best. I'm very sad that we don't get to see him play against the Chiefs, who are struggling. If the Chiefs win this game, it's going to feel like a bit of a gimme. 
It's a bit unfortunate if that's the case, but hey, for now, we'll hold out hope that the Chiefs continue to struggle, as a Raiders fan at least. I know that uh, there's a certain uh, podcast host that will disagree with me, but all jokes aside, don't bother with the Packers this week. If it's not one of the two big boys, don't touch it. I think that the Chiefs are going to get it right this week just because it's such an unfortunate loss for the Packers and the fantasy assets are going to be very, very dry. Good luck if you have Adams and Jones. If not, stick with someone else. Nice, some good sets there. Funny enough, disagreeing twice there with the Chiefs-Raiders banter, as always. Uh, I want the Chiefs to win and hope they do win very much, unlike Tyler. Uh, and also the whole McNichols thing. Um, I'll just add that I do think it's the receiving game. I think they're going to have to keep up with the Rams. I think he's going to get some touches. But I do see both sides of the coin. Uh, I agree with everyone else from the Packers. That there's just some obvious sets there with Jordan Love uh, as the QB. And the O-line as well. Bakhtiari might be back. But if not, they have given up a lot of pressures on the interior. So uh, if Jenkins has to play tackle again and Bakhtiari is still not starting, then um, we could see some more pressures up the middle from, from Chris Jones. So we'll see. But some definitely good start sets there. Ty's been pretty spot on all season, to be honest. And it's our first time we've disagreed. So, yeah. So it's a good one to be a part of, guys. Right, now we're going to go through um, through the games in terms of from a betting perspective. Before we were doing best bets, whereas now, uh, last mini part, if you listened, you'll know that we, we kind of just went through every game and, and saw if there was a uh, an under-over, a money line, or, or a spread pick, or if not, just kind of declare it a stay away, in my opinion. Not don't have to pick everything for every game. I think we did last time, but there might be some here that stay away. So let's kick it off with the early slate. We're going to go Broncos at Cowboys first. Um, Dallas favoured by 10, under over is 49. These are average, by the way. These are average uh, across the whole market, across the whole globe. So your own bookie may have uh, may have some different numbers. Uh, for me in this one, the only bet really, I think Dallas minus 10 is a good enough play. I don't love the over-under just with who's a quarterback for the Broncos. Uh, and I just do think sometimes this the Cowboys can score enough points on their own. So I'm going to go with, the, uh, with Dallas minus 10, I think, is the best bet in that game. Uh, Vikings-Ravens, obviously, I absolutely love the Vikings uh, more than anyone else. So I would say Vikings plus six. However, I do think the under 55, uh, sorry, 50.5 is the bet. Uh, I do think both defences can be relatively good. Vikings defence six in the NFL overall in DVOA. So they played really well this season. Uh, and I do think Kirk Cousins could sometimes have struggles. And obviously, both coaches do love to run the ball. So that could delay the scoring a bit as well. So I think under is the best bet there. Uh, next, we have Tyler's very own Raiders. Uh, for me, I think uh, the value here is Raiders minus three. I think over is some at 46.5, but I think overall uh, Raiders minus three is the best bet. <sighs> next, what we have what we thought in the preview show was going to be the Taysom Hill Bowl. However, apparently Trevor Simeon is actually going to start this game. So at the moment, it's Saints minus six, over under 41.5. I think I would hit the over 41.5, I think. Falcons' defense is pretty bad. I think their offense can be okay, even without Ridley. Uh, and I do think the quarterback for the Saints can go up some points through the air with an interception. So I'm going to go over 41.5, one of the lowest totals of the week. Uh, next, we have the go for two podcast favorites, Houston Texans at Miami Dolphins. The line is Miami minus five, minus six in places. Uh, 46.5 on the over under. I think you've got to go under with these two teams, under 46.5, even with Tyrod playing. Uh, I don't mind it. If you can do the combine that, that uh, Skybet have, which is under, I think they have as under 48, with Texans plus four, I believe, is a good little acker you can do. But I think overall the under is a bet, bet even though I will be betting on the Texans myself. Uh, next, we have the Bills at Jags. There's not a lot here, just because the spread's now 14 and a half, so you're getting over the two touchdowns. For me, I just lean on the under. 49 it is in places. 
uh, go under and just think the Jags don't score much and the Bills take the foot off the gas and, and run the ball towards the end of the game. Uh, next, one of the last two for the early slate, we have the Browns at Bengals. This is your Sky Sports game. I think over 46.5 or 47, whichever you can get, is a good bet in this one. Uh, both teams like to score, even if the run game, sorry, if the pass game is not great for the Browns or Baker, I think the run game can still do enough. So I would lean on the over 47 there. Uh, last of all then, in the early slate, we have Pats at Panthers. This one for me is basically a stay away. I just think that the odds aren't great. It's plus three and a half for, for Carolina and minus three and a half for the Patriots on the road. Over under is 41, so there's an overplay if you want it. But for me, on my list, this is the uh, only stay away, really, of the early slate. Uh, next, let's go on to my usual coach, Patrick's team. We have Chargers at Eagles. Um, I think under 50 is a play. If you can get 50, 50 and a half, I think it's under a play. It's 49 and a half in places, but if you get any 50s out there, I think under is worthwhile. Otherwise, I think Chargers minus one and a half is your best bet. So I think there's two options in that game you can you can take. Uh, next, we have the Cardinals at 49ers. Uh, this one's a bit of an issue, really, because the line has been going all over the place. We have heard that Kyler Murray will not play in this game. Uh, I think they also said that they don't expect Hopkins to play either. Uh, however, they've not actually been declared out on the uh, injury report as of yet. They're just expected to not play. So you are kind of leaving yourself open to that. So at the moment, in most bookies, it's still Cardinals plus three now. Um, I think I will trust the coaching staff and they're not going to play. And I think 49 is minus three is your best play. I just think about your wide receiver and QB. If that happens, it's too risky. So I think minus three, and even if they did play injured, I think still think you've got a great shot there. So I'll go minus uh, minus three for the 49ers. Uh, next, we have the Packers at Chiefs. I think under 48 with Jordan Love is a pretty good bet. Um, and if you can get 7.5, maybe just go Packers because how bad the Chiefs have been. I think the Chiefs win the game. But if you can get Packers plus 7.5, that's also a good bet. Uh, last two then, Sunday night and Monday night football. We're going to go Titans at Rams. The line is Rams minus seven. I think you've just got to take Titans plus seven. Hold your nose there. Rams are probably a better team overall, but Titans, uh, they've been underdogs in four games. They've actually won all four games outright this season, so I, I would lean with that trend. Uh, then last of all, Bears at Steelers. <sighs> Under over. 39.5 in places. I think just similar to the last one. Maybe stay away, but I'm going to lean the over here with Steelers and Bears. Um, if you can find any Bears plus 7.5, do it. But at the moment, it's down to 6.5 in places. So, yeah, maybe go over 39.5 if you get it. If it's 41, stay away. Because I know I've seen it at 41 at 1UK Bookie. But uh, I've also seen it at 39.5 at Skybet. So, if you can get any 39s out there, just go the over. Uh, and maybe don't stay up and watch it. Just wake up next day, check your bet and slip, and, and hope you come out with a win. So, yeah, there's some choices there then for every single game apart from one, I think. Some good player props, some amazing start-sit advice from Tyler, as always. Um, me and Patrick are going to be back on Monday recording, so Monday evening release probably to, to talk about all the action that happened over the weekend. Uh, enjoy the football, guys. Hope your bets win. Hope your fantasy teams do well, and we will speak to you soon.